Empowerment Rising, her podcast, episode number 69, Financial Goal Setting, The Truth. Hi, I'm Angel Broom, your host and life enthusiast, assisting you on your rise. Financial Goal Setting, The Truth. Phenomenal woman. New year, new you. (laughs) And of course, One of your main things that's probably on your agenda is your financial goal setting. And this is a little tricky one, very tricky, because I get the messages, I get the request, hey, you know, I'm a a phenomenal woman, but I can't seem to figure out my financials, why I can't. I'm in this rut, why I'm up, then I'm down, or, you know, there's a lot of questions. And I got a lot of questions after three of my podcasts. You know, I spoke about financials. I spoke about a lot of different things there. But what I want to focus on for this particular episode is the truth. And what I mean, phenomenal woman, the truth according to what your current reality is. So your current reality comes from all the decisions that you've made and acted on. That's your current reality. Now we can say, well, I'm here because of my ex. I'm here because this person, I'm here because of these children, I'm here because of my parents, I'm here because we can say a lot of different things. We can even blame our jobs. We can blame the careers again that we chose, but let's focus on the truth here. The first truth is your current financial reality is through decisions that you've made previously. And sometimes that decisions was on default. Maybe you didn't necessarily make a decision. It just defaulted to this. That too was a decision not to make a decision that was best for you, okay? Maybe you're in a current reality that you don't have an issue with, but maybe it can be better. Maybe it can be better. That is also a truth. So first and foremost, Think about the truth of your current reality. Speaking of truths, here in the United States, we are getting ready to change presidential administrations, the executive office. We're going from the Trump administration to the Biden administration. And anytime there's any type of transfer of power here in the United States, there's this new energy for those who voted for that administration. There's a lot of optimism. They're expecting quite a bit. They're expecting change, you know, because on that campaign trail, there was a lot of promises. Well, this is something I actually looked. I actually researched this and you can find this on www.census.gov census because we do a census here in America. And I thought about the poverty rate. That has been a big talk in the news because of the pandemic, especially the poverty, the poverty. And it was actually striking to me the first week of the shutdowns and the first week seeing so many cars in the food banks around America. It shocked me because one of the main things that I kept hearing when they would interview people who were standing in line or in their cars in these food banks was, I never had to do this before. I never had to do this before. 
And I thought to myself, so one week or a few days not working or the first paycheck not having several thousands for families across America had to stand in food lines, food bank lines. And that was disheartening for me. It really was disheartening for me. So I did some research and I thought this was interesting. Very interesting. When George Bush, George W. Bush became president in 2000, the poverty rate was 11.3%. When Barack Obama got voted in in 2008, the poverty was 13.2%. In 2009, when he had a full year of presidency, and if you guys remember, there was a major recession, the poverty rate was 15.9%, so basically 16%. So that was 33.3 million people rose to 48.8 million people in 2009 at 15.9%, basically 16%, who were in poverty. And then I thought to myself, well, wait a minute. In the 70s, the dollar was worth more. So it had to have been less poverty in the 70s because the dollar was worth more. Due to inflation, the dollar is is worth less right now, right? That's what it's going to be. So I started looking in the 1970s. Well, in 1970, Richard Nixon was president. And the poverty percentage was 13% of the population in America, 13%. And at that time, that was 25.5 million people were in poverty or living below the poverty level at 13%. And I'm saying to myself, these percentages in a 51 year time are approximately the same, whether they go down to 11, go up to 16, are there 13? They're staying in the same bracket. Not much change. So if today was your birthday and you were born in 1970, you would be 51 years old. So for 51 years, we are going into our 10th administration. Hear me. Our 10th administration of a new presidency. Biden is the 10th president since Richard Nixon. That will be coming in within the next few days in his administration. And the poverty levels, for the most part, with small increments ups and downs, have stayed the same. What I'm saying to you, phenomenal woman, the truth of the matter is, the truth is, the poverty, the poverty rates in America no matter who is in office, are pretty much staying the same. And this is what I thought was interesting too. I wondered what $20 was worth in 1970. See, $20 today is not worth the same. We can't get as much with $20 today, right? But $20 in 1970 was worth $134.26 today. So what that means is in 1970, 
one $20 bill, you could get so much food, so many materials and clothes for your children and your family just for $20. That was worth $134.26 today. Today, that's a TV, a small TV, right? That's a, I don't know, a tablet <laughs> today. $134.26 today maybe is a month of gas, maybe part of your insurance, right? So, but in 1970, it can be several things for your family, food, material, maybe even a light bill. So when I say tell the truth about your financials or where you are, First, before you write anything down, before you say, oh, this is what I really want, let's think about how you got where you are. Be honest about the habits, the adaptability. You adapt it to your situation. Last thing, let's talk about adapting. Oftentimes, we chose a career or job because it was presented to us as children. Allow me to explain. We are products of our environment. We watched our parents, our closest sisters and brothers, our aunts and uncles, but primarily whoever that was in our household is who we were inspired by. So if you are in a career or job because your mother or your father was in that career or job, More likely, it's because that's what was presented to you. That's what you saw. My mother was always the head of the paralegals and legal secretaries at large corporation law firms. So naturally, me going to work with her on the weekends, I began to enjoy law. So I became a paralegal, right? And a damn good one. (laughs) And that was what was shown to me. And I followed in line and liked it and became a paralegal. But now here's the deal. Sometimes we go into careers and jobs that's not allowing us to take care of ourselves. It's not allowing us to really freely pay the bills, pay the rent or mortgage. It may be a job or career that because you may be familiar with it. It's not allowing you fulfillment and it's not allowing you to really take care of yourself. So I want you to look at where you are and see if that job or that career really is working for you. See, we have a lot of unemployment here in America due to this pandemic. And because America and the system that we have, we don't have a lot of... um safety nets. Our government doesn't provide a lot of safety nets compared to other Western societies around the world that we've seen, such as Ireland and New Zealand and the UK. But I want you to be able to look at the situation and say, okay, now prior to the pandemic, I was struggling. Now in the pandemic, I'm struggling more. What do I need to change? Because I adapted to something that wasn't good enough for me in the first place. Or decisions I made that I adapted to still wasn't good enough for the situation I was in. It is now time for me to first tell the truth. 
How are you showing up to that job? How are you showing up to that career? Are you showing up excited? Are you showing up drained? Are you showing up late? Are you showing up early? Because this is where you want to be. See, these are the questions you need to ask yourself because the core of your financials starts with what are you doing day to day for monies to come in? What are you doing day to day? You got to ask yourself, how are you showing up? Because how you're showing up will let you know if it was just something that was introduced to you and you took it on and you liked it at one point. Maybe you don't really necessarily like it as much. Maybe it's draining you now. Maybe it's not your purpose anymore because purpose changes. Because purpose changed when you evolved. Maybe you grew out of that position or out of wanting to have that job. It's the truth. Start with the truth. Like I started with the truth of the poverty rates in America, which have shown me in 51 years, haven't really changed. Whether it goes up 3% or goes down 3%, it stays the same. It stays the same. Now, I have my own philosophies on that. And we'll get into that another day. But first, we start with the truth. First, we start with the truth of where you are in your reality and how you're showing up and how you got there. And then we'll go from there. I am Angel Broom, your host and life enthusiast, assisting you on your rise and your financial goal settings. The truth. Start with the truth. This is part one. We will do a part two because we got to dive deep for now on a woman because 2021 is not going to be the same as 2020. It's not going to be the same as 2019 or 2018 and back. You cannot continue in a position in your life when you know you deserve more. We're not doing it anymore. 2021. Here we go.